pals and non-binary pals, it's Mike J. Darkson Brard with another episode of that D&D podcast. We are continuing our Pathfinder 2nd Edition campaign of Strength of Thousands, uh, Kindled Magic. For those of you following along with the PDF at home, uh, we're still in Chapter 1, also known as Orientation. But we're getting there. You know, we're making good progress. We've got some uh, role-playing to do, some chickens to steal. Uh, sorry, Liberate. Some, uh, yeah, get some, some mail to deliver, you know. Uh, and, uh, I am with our crew as always, um, and they can introduce themselves in discord order. Hi, I'm Adam. He, him. Today I will be playing Firebird, who has yet to figure out how to steal everything from the gift shop. Hi, I'm Jonathan. He, him. I will be playing Glenn tonight, who has figured out how to steal chicken. I mean, liberate. Sorry. Hi, I'm Matt, he, they pronounce, I'm playing Jonas, uh, and uh, they don't feel a need to steal yet, but we might get there at some point, we'll see. And then, uh, hi, I'm Zach, he, him, pronouns, I am playing Thorka, uh, and uh, she has not yet figured out what to steal, I guess. Our sanity. I mean, that's not <laughs> see, that's not stealing so much as mutually assured destruction. Let's just like let it go, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. And because I keep forgetting to announce my pronouns in the introduction, I'm Mike with he him pronouns. All right, uh, we are going to uh, get right back into it. The students are on their perquisite, and it is the morning of uh, I don't know T minus two. Until their perquisite is completed. And today's assignment is given to them by, uh, shocking, two students, uh, Ignasi and uh, Strands of Glowing Dawn to Zenaway, who I will now press the button to make them appear on screen. Now, can you see the whole booklet when I do that, or is it just the one person? Uh, it, there's ten different people. Yeah, it set. It shows the book. We can click through it. Yeah, sucking me. Essie is what it showed me. All right, Nasi and uh, Zenome are the two that we are focused on today. And uh, Ignasi takes the lead. He is um, one of the students here. Absolute Richards himself. Good morning, Ignacy says with a smile. As you've no doubt gathered, we're here to task you with your assignment for the day. Our ever-thoughtful colleague, Essie, suggested that each of us petition to join the five... Each, is, each of us petitioning to join the five different branches of the Magambaya. Take turns in requesting your assistance. Strands of Glowing Dawn to Zenoe and I are hoping to become part of the Emerald Bows. Our field of study is the world as it is. We study the communities, people, and events of the present day. There are some people who feel that simple observation and investigation makes us the Magambaya's spies, but that totally misses the point. Today, I'd like you to help us deliver the mail. Uh, Ignacy produces a basket filled with letters and parcels. It's not a flashy task, but it's vitally important to the members of the local community. If you find you have time to listen, people are often very willing to share news with those engaged in crucial public service. Uh, Tizenue adds, Many recipients are far outside Natambu, so I have... Nantambu. Nantambu. So I have rented elephant birds for you to ride for the day. She steps over to the large silk sacks, but bulging with food and other odd-looking creams. 
I've also packed you snacks for the trip, some hot coffee, spare umbrellas, dry towels, fresh socks, muscle bombs. She suddenly stops pulling a toy elephant covered in sticky webs out from one of the bags. Ugh, Zanvi. Sorry, one of my children was eager to help pack. Uh, yeah, so you have four elephant birds in front of you. Think of, uh, uh, I guess, emus. Yeah, they're like, they're totally not chocobos. <laughs> Warp, uh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> legally distinct. <laughs> These legally distinct chocobos. Well, like, um, elephant birds were like a real thing, right? Like that's what they call one of the like prehistoric birds. Or the, yeah, they're elephant. Yeah, they're like emus. Yeah, they're like, yeah. Big, really scary emus. Emus. Yeah. Um, That happened to look like chocobo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you've got a big old sack of mail to deliver, uh, and uh, Tzenue has produced just a shocking amount of goodies to make the rainy mail delivery bearable. Um, I have very short Did... legs. Is that going to be a problem, riding one of these things? Uh, Tzenue knew that you were going to uh, have an issue and has brought you a box to stand upon to get onto the bird. <laughs> they are all wearing uh the birds all have barding so they have uh reins with which to hold them and to direct them assuming that goes okay what sort of meta question what is the riding skill in pathfinder um i mean i'd expect it to be survival okay um and also these creatures are eager to be ridden, so I, I, it might be funny to have you make your survival check, but it's not necessary. I'm just like thinking to myself, like, I'm probably going to be pretty good at this, but in my head, I'm going to be terrible at this. Hmm. Well, I mean, if you've got a decent survival skill, maybe you've written something in the past. Maybe I have. Maybe I'm secretly yeah. extremely good. I'm an, I'm, I'm a former amateur, like. Elephant bird racer. That's something I used to do. <laughs> El- elephant birds aren't that different from the giant moles we used to ride back home. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, have we also been provided some sort of uh, map to get to all these different places? No, no, no. That's the fun part. Uh, Ignacy explains. is like... The the fun the, the the part that we want you to learn is that the Emerald Bowels are interested in it is like the uh I mean, if you, uh some might call it social engineering, but I would like to call it uh a finger on the heartbeat of the community. So like some of these letters have addresses and those will be easy to deliver inside the city. Um some of them are addressed to God. Good luck. That I I'll take the local pouch, thanks. <laughs> Bold of you to assume the gods aren't around us. <laughs> I'm just munching on a mango sitting on top of a bird, so. Yeah, so, uh, Zach, if you flip through the the bulging part of the bulging sack of letters and, and packages and stuff, uh, there's only really 13 letters that, uh, that are going to be a problem. Okay. Okay. Cool. And the rest of them are like 
local-ish and are clearly addressed to places that exist on this material plane? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in in or near <laughs> Nantambu. So, like, those those are the easy ones, right? Like, you know, um, 47th house, house, second circle, northwest quadrant sort of thing, right? Like, no problem. Uh, <laughs> this one is addressed to Chuck Wu, who lives up the road from the creek, right? <laughs> Uh, there's another one addressed to uh, Gazra, the deity of wind and weather. Uh, and there's a little note that says, please tie this letter to a kite and fly it into the air. Uh, at least it comes with instructions. You don't have to like make this up on the spot. Yeah. I totally take that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of these... A lot of these get get offer get burnt offerings to the. I mean, I was to do something similar, right? Possibly just burn it. Either way, yeah, it's kind of kind of a thing that happens, you know. All right, so how do you want to split up delivering some mail? I mean, how much mail is there? I mean, there's a couple hours worth of easily addressed letters, and then there's the weird ones. Well, let's bang those out first, right? Thirteen. Mm-hmm. It feels smart to just get them get them done up. Do we? Is there a specific? Uh, are they sorted? Any more than that? Not no not not any more than than Zach just flip through them, taking a look at. Awesome! It. I hand each of my teammates a uh, a stack that is a fourth of the reasonable letters, roughly, and we're gonna race. <laughs> Oh, now you've got my attention. Ten gold. <laughs> I don't even know if I have that. Somebody does, and I can take it from them, so you're on. Very good. Oh, no, I have loads of money, because I'm a monk. Oh, no, I don't have ten gold. <laughs> I'm, I'm, what happened? I'm, I'm a monk. I'm a monk, and I bought next to nothing. I have so much money. Um, Okay. All right, well, uh, friendly wager, then? <laughs> okay, let's let's do this. Last person in buys the rest dinner. <laughs> and you can see you can see you you can see like her she's now doing the math in her head being like how many times have I stolen food? <laughs> no, 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 from a tavern. Of course we can have as many mangoes and bread as we want, but oh. you know Get a change of fare. And she begins eating the mango that's currently in her hand again. Guilt-free. While they're going back and forth about this bet, uh, I think Firebird's going to sneak like half of the stuff that uh, was given to him back into uh, is Thorka's? Thorka's bag? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead and give me a... Uh... Was sleight of hand check, whatever they call those. <laughs> uh, either I guess stealth or reverse thievery. I don't know if you have reverse <laughs> pickpocket. Let's go with stealth. I mean, it's, it's the same. Alive, I think right? pull a grenade pin, sneak sneak grenade into person's pocket. That's how this works, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh wow, that's a strong roll. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, can I? Does, does Glenn want to try too? Does everybody want to just like? Uh, I totally feel like like if Glenn, ooh, I don't know if Glenn would notice because Glenn will totally do the same thing with the other half. 
take turns shoving stuff into Vortstone? Well, I, I wasn't going to do it to Thorka. <laughs> I can't remember Matt's character. Jonas. Name, darn it. I think it would be very... It, it would still be very funny. Uh, Jonas. Well, you guys are arguing over it? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm totally going to try to do the same thing. Oh, no! I love that. Funny. <laughs> yeah, he's, Glenn starts to move, and Jonas is just just snatches the bag up out of reach. <laughs> and and Thorka starts laughing as Firebird is like standing behind her, putting it. <laughs> Beautiful, love it. Excellent. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, I guess <laughs> Thorka, you've got one point five times the amount of stuff to take care of. <laughs> Great, love it, love it. It's a good thing. A good thing I was I was pro am at this. Huh? Right, yeah. All right, so um, I I guess this is just going to be like a. Uh, do you, do you want to? You're welcome to roll something if you want to get it. Let this get done faster, right? Uh, or you can just take your time and not risk any sort of failure. Oh no, I'm riding like a bat out of hell. <laughs> or whatever the Pathfinder equivalent is. Because, like, yeah. Yeah. I want to win this we bet. said We said race, Dude. we're racing. Okay. <laughs> Ride leads to Mammoth Lord dedication. What? Oh, Command an Animal, that? which is a nature check. Okay. 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 All right. So, uh, yeah, if you'd like to take your time, don't worry about rolling. If you want to see how fast you can get this done, um, let's roll. Uh, let's have a nature off. Yes, nature. That thing awesome. my city boy is famously good at. I mean, you can, uh, if you've got another, unless you, if you'd like to use some magic and or trickery to get this done faster, I am. That is perfectly happy to me. Hmm. I'm just trying to think of what. Do I have access to the kind of trickery necessary to get this done faster? I'm wondering if I can move faster than the... I think... Oh! What's this? Check. I do have Warp Step as a cantrip. <laughs> but what does that do? When you walk the Warp... The war Earth warps beneath your feet. Your steps extend. Distance contracts, and everything is just a little bit closer. Plus five foot status bonus to speed until end of turn, uh, and then you stride twice. You can use warp step to burrow, climb, fly, or swim instead of stride if you have the corresponding movement type. So you just walk twice as fast. Well, you walk slightly faster twice because I think it takes like it's two actions to do right. So those two actions are the stride. But you stride twice, so yeah. Yeah, so you add five feet to your stride distance, and then you stride twice for two actions, basically. But I think it really is pretty. It is kind of a funny Im mental image of like your bird literally leading, leaving like a a rock wake in its path <laughs> as it's running. Right? Fast burb. I'm sure that won't make the locals furious at all. <laughs> give give a little a slight little tug of the of the reins, and it just verbal component meep meep. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's about what I got to, to trickery this thing, unless like my personal acrobatics can come into play and be helpful at some point. Gotcha. All right. What else? Who, uh, Zach, are you going to roll nature? Yeah, sure. Sure. 
Um, I'm pretty good at this, so I'm gonna be like Tokyo drifting my bird. Like, just everywhere. No! Not nearly as good as I was hoping. Alright, and then, uh... That's a 13. Jonathan, you gonna roll as well? No. Glenn's taking his time. (laughs) (laughs) Adam, are you gonna try to speed along your bird in addition to only having to do half the work? Um, actually, I was gonna take a different path to getting my job done faster beyond offloading or uh, outsourcing. Uh, I guess I want to use diplomacy to sort of smooge with uh, people in town. Like, oh, you know, so-and-so down the lane here. Can you take this letter for me for him when you next time you see him? Okay. So, yeah, I just want to get to know people in the town and uh, try to offload my work to them. (laughs) Okay. 23. (laughs) All right. So. Sometimes you just fucking got it. Is there one of the student clubs for delegation? Because <laughs> Pretty sure this is it. Firebird will be leading that club by next week. Some sort of leadership. Middle management. There we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so just, where, what is the hardest diplomacy check they have in this set here? Just so I understand. Okay, that one's wild. But that one's not what you're trying to do. All right, cool. I mean, I think 23 is probably pretty good for most of this, right? Like, that's that's fairly high as far as these things go. Hope so. Uh, and you're yeah. trained in diplomacy? Yep. I can't remember which one of these is a trained skill or not. Um, oh, they'd say trained, right? On them? I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so request, you can make a request of a creature that's friendly or helpful to you. Counter the request in terms the target would accept given their current attitude towards you. I mean... No one's going to be, like, particularly unhappy with you, right? Mm-hmm. So, in a 10 over is critical success, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, basically, uh, as you go about your town, you know, delivering the first uh, letter and talking to people around, everyone wants to talk to you. Um, everybody, <laughs> right? It's, it's just one of those things where... Um, you are from the school, so you're a little bit prestigious to begin with, um, but you're a new student, so you're more approachable, and you're delivering the mail, so it looks like a public service thing, um, and you get all of the gossip, right? Um, that's not necessarily making the initial task quicker, but it also tends to help make people a little more friendly with you when you ask them to do something for you. Um in general, um, you know, people are happy to kind of go that last mile for you. Mm-hmm. However, um, there is some, uh, you know, like, oh, I, I'd be happy to do that for you for a silver sort of things going on, right? Like a handful of folks are like, oh, yeah, you know, I'd, I'd be I'd be happy to take some of the Magambia's mail uh, if you were to speak for me in an upcoming uh, petition that I have for the school or, you know, uh, could you get me a few fresh eggs sort of thing? Like, you know, make a trade. So if you're willing to take up a handful of little favors like that. Oh, certainly. All right. Uh, and you also hear about, um, uh, there's a wedding going on. There is, um, a woman talks to you about her rehabilitation of jungle birds. Um, 
and uh, somebody gives you a jar of jam. Oh, nice. You hear about someone riding a bird wildly through town, <laughs> chucking newspapers out. Yes. Yeah, yeah, there is there is wild, wild, yeah. Um, if all... Like, like over, over the rooftops, you can see, like, stuff just flying <laughs> up, like papers and, and various goods and things, and there's screeching, and yes. Yeah. Yeah, like th- this is a very strong. Like this is a this is a great anime, right? This is a uh, scene, right, where like you know, in the background, you've got Thorka on the chocobo, and like there's expl- there's not you know there's just dust dust clouds blooming up, and you can hear her saying "sorry, sorry, male," right, that sort of thing, right? And in the foreground, you've got uh, you've got Firebird. Right, just handing out letters and like patting children's heads and they're running off and like <laughs> uh and Matt's character is just um right, it looks like uh I imagine the warp step is a little bit like uh, high latency in an MMO. <laughs> He's just <laughs> clipping just, along. <laughs> yeah, like rubber banding at two X speed. And I'm imagining now this glitchy version of the Roadrunner chase music playing as he's going along. <laughs> it's the chiptunes version. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man, man, I bet we could find that, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, like, uh, we'll call it... Like... Well, Thorker rolled pretty good, right? Yeah. Oh, you rolled 13. That's not huge. Okay. Thorker rolled okay at... Yeah, at best. Okay. Yeah, so I'll say, like, in 45 minutes, everybody... You know, like, like an hour it takes uh, everybody to complete their task and meet back up. Uh, and Thorka, despite riding, like, a bat out of hell, somehow you managed to be last. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Love it. Well, I guess I gotta pay up then, huh? At some point. Maybe you'll find some money in the rest of these deliveries. Maybe. Uh, 13 like, letters I, remain. Sorry, go ahead. I, sh- I show up like like out of breath and uh, like my my steed is obviously very heavily taxed and like I have I have like awnings and banners from like sidewalk shops trailing from me and various detritus and uh there may or may not be people shouting at me in my wake as I as I roll up. <laughs> uh, and it, it ends with uh, like the the Empire strikes back. The Elfenberg goes Wah! and just falls over. <laughs> it's not mm-hmm. dead or anything. Yep. It's just dramatic. <laughs> pat pat the elephant bird. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I I will I I will. Uh, uh, as as it sort of falls to the ground, I I more gracefully than one would expect from Thorka's previous like everything, uh, land on my feet as it topples over and uh, dust myself off. Look over the assembled crowd and then tend to the animal. Nice. Yeah. Um. It's fine. It's not even you know. It's just dramatic. It, it, it like winks at you or something, right? <laughs> okay. Little small caw to let you know it's all just the act. <laughs> Alright, so what's the plan on the last 13? Well, let's start reading addresses, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's tackle these in order. There are five letters uh, that just 
they're functionally illegible, right? Like maybe some water got spilled on them. Maybe the person just had terrible handwriting. But just look, just at a glance, it's not the sort of thing that's amazing or easy for you to figure out. Um, and it's going to take some time and some dedication to resolve uh, to figure out what the, what the intended person was writing. Okay, I will hand those to someone who can read. And then we will look at the rest of them. Yeah, I can take the, the ones that are messed up on the outside. Okay, what else do we got? We've got uh, four letters that are, excuse me, four parcels um, that have, uh, let's call them rural descriptions. Um, they're not part of the city. So the addresses are uh, Chuck Wu, who lives up the road from the creek. Um, and this one's a bit of a mouthful, but bear with me. <clears throat> you know Mubasu. His mother's Inye from Abuele, but he's from the city. Grew up in Ehosa. And moved when he got married. Lives with his in-laws now. Has many children, seven dogs, and an ostrich, but four cats, which I told him will steal his baby's breath, but he won't listen. He was a shrine to Gozra in front of his house, but half the waves fell off, and now it looks like a lump. Uh, the rest aren't much better. Jonas will take, like, three of those and, like, I guess I'll figure this one out. Yeah, my immediate thought is like, do we recognize like is it any of the do any of those like ring a bell, right? Uh, Jonathan, who? Some of these sound like places you've seen. You've seen. Uh, also, uh, Zach Thorka's like, isn't Thorka like pretty pretty beefed up in survival? Oh yeah, yeah. Like Thorka has got like like a homemade map of the area. Like in her head, she mm -hmm. just can't not mm -hmm. right. So like you're already thinking like this is the sort of thing you could oh, triangulate. Yeah. Like I feel like the seven dogs is like oh yeah I know okay that. sure I will begin putting those thoughts together and uh, <laughs> Firebird you're like eighty percent sure you could just convince somebody to tell you what some a local to tell you what these mean. Uh, one of these letters is addressed to you. Me, Firebird. Uh, the Magambaya Parcel Deliverers. Well, since we're all here anyways, formal delivery starts tearing open the package. <laughs> uh, it's a, this one's a letter. Uh, it oh. says, uh, Dear Magambaya Parcel Delivery, uh, you have failed in your duty. I Did sent you? you a parcel to be delivered to um, my granddaughter. Uh, huh. Nididi. Uh, and you delivered it incorrectly to Jatia. She is refusing to give the gift that I had intended for Nididi back to her. You need to rectify the situation. But we didn't... I... Well, you opened it, so have fun solving that one. <laughs> <laughs> I did, didn't I? He scrunches the letter in his hand. <laughs> and the last three are addressed to gods. There's a letter to Gozra, deity of wind and weather. There's a letter to Nethys, which I believe is secrets and spells. And a letter to Mazluda, uh, who is the lord of stewardship, community, and snakes. Isn't there a big, like, mural of Nethys at our door? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Good. Oh, the, um, the one to Mazluda... Uh, actually has instructions with it for how to deliver it to uh, the Lord of Stewardship. Um, yeah, okay, I'll take those. 
It basically you uh you need to write the transcribe the message onto an egg and feed it to a snake. And if the egg refuses to eat the egg, it's a bad omen. Um Yeah. Yeah, alright. So like I think the first thing we do is find a big ass snake. For them, yeah. Uh, and there's there are shrines to all these gods uh, in Nantambu, so huh. presumably you could just go ask the local priest for help with this, or honestly, you could turn yourself into a snake if you wanted to and eat the egg. I guess I don't know. For them, right? I was gonna say, aren't you? Can't you be a snake? Aren't you like like quantumly a snake at all times? <laughs> I can, at the, I can at the very least I can at the very least go talk to a snake and be like, hey, could you eat this egg? And tell your boss if it's a good idea or not. Whatever. But, so yeah, I go try and find like a giant snake. That's the first thing I do. And I guess an egg from somewhere. You should borrow one of the eggs from Anchor Root. I don't know if this is a borrow situation. Yeah, no, this is not a borrow situation, right? I feel like, like ask, an egg, ask for an egg. Oh, no, it, it's it's really easy. Um, Glenn forages for eggs. <laughs> oh, that's got to be like a like a DC twelve survival check, right? Like or nature, right? Well, also you've spent like the last week as a cat. I'm sure you've scoped out the bird's nest. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Well, and remember, my background is literally forager. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. It's like literally just like. Glenn like just kind of like hops up a tree, grabs an egg out of a bird's nest that nobody sees, and just keeps going. Like, mm-hmm, yeah, this one's extra and not fertilized anyway. Uh, <laughs> right. So yeah, uh, Glenn is literally going to go have a nice conversation with the snake. Um, <laughs> uh, did you? Was that twenty-two? What you just rolled? Yeah, for survival. Okay. I guess locate a snake or eggs or whatever we like to call for that. Yeah, I, I'm going to call that call that good enough in order to find uh, an egg eating snake. Um, yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's harder than you would have expected to find snakes. Uh, but you're like, eventually you're just like, yo, where are all the snakes at? Uh, and they're just, it's, it's the, I'm not picturing him asking like a squirrel, like, yo, where are all the snakes at? <laughs> hey bro, snakes, you got them? Snakes. Yeah. Um and yeah the uh, the snakes are hiding because it's wet and it's not great right so they're just they're just chilling out because mm, yeah. cold it's, it's not it's not ideal snake weather okay I'll I'll uh, I guess I'll build a quick little campfire for him and heat up some rocks for him you know it seems like a nice thing to do yeah what one warm rock and also you're feeding it right so it's like yep yeah that seems doubly nice um. Yeah, I mean that takes about an hour to to build the build the fire, find the snake, uh, transcribe the message onto the egg, and offer it to the snake. Which you know, the snake is now warm and is happy to eat. So, done and done. Uh, there's two. There's two more, but let's let's do a little bit of a round robining. That D&D podcast is released under a Creative Commons 4.0 attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Feel free to share with friends, but don't cut anything out and don't sell our work. Please visit us at thatdndpodcast.com or on Twitch or YouTube at That D&D Podcast. 
Intro music is Umoja by Alexander Nakarada, which is available from freestockmusic.com. Nakarada's music can also be found on serpentsoundstudios.com. Outro music is Horizons by Atch, which can be found on SoundCloud or at ATCH Music on Instagram. The Kindled Magic Book was written by Eleanor Farron and Alexandria Bustian and is a part of the Strength of Thousands Pathfinder Path. The Pathfinder role-playing game is owned and published by Paizo Publishing. All other copyrighted content is owned by its associate copyright holder.